0: Uh <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh bring it up 50%.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, uh that's what I got to do.
0: Welcome back everyone, it's the most influential speaker from the house of M Let's open up the icebox and see what we can find today Hey, I got some I got some uh, good news and some bad news, actually The good news No, let's start with the bad news, right? I once, there was this one master of karate who told me that There's no good and bad news It's just news And I learned that from Kung Fu Panda, great mentor and teacher. So let me just bring the news to you. This is why I'm trying to get as much feedback as I can about the Inspired Creations HOM network because without feedback, I don't know if it's successful or not. So this is a special shout out to one, of the many fans that I have who gave me some feedback that actually has now improved the game. And that person is one they call Paul. Paul listened to one of our episodes recently. Um, and he said the last couple, he said they've all been like that. No, he didn't say that. He said that uh, the more recent episodes have had the same issue. And it was like, cause my levels have been, off the charts with some things well I literally just figured it out and this was after I recorded this episode (laughs) so you're gonna have to endure it one more time but going forward I think it'll be fine again so let me tell you this I know I say this plenty of times but um, Charlie Huckle does all the behind the scenes work so he does the music he does the recording he does the setup, he does the booking, he does the artwork, he does the animations, he does the post work. He posts these things onto whatever I don't what is it called the internet, I think, um, or social media things. He does all that. I don't know what any of those, those things are. and I am not about to begin to learn now. So I gave that feedback to Charlie Huckle. Say, hey, someone's wrong with my levels because my voice is coming in soft compared to the other people. And um, I saw proof because I listened to episode 50, which featured special guest Tracy Krimmer, the famous author. If you haven't listened to that episode, go listen to it. It's in the archive. And go buy her books, for crying out loud. She has awesome books. The Mashup Summer, come on, go get it. It's available on Kindle. At least last time I checked, it was only like 99 cents on the Kindle. Do yourself a favor and go get it. I got mine. I'm just, I'm telling you that right now. I bought my copy. Anyway, um, the audio was a little different since then. And we've had audio issues all the time because, again, there's no one um, really showing us how to do all this stuff. I paid Charlie Huckle to do this. I thought he knew what he he was doing. But apparently he's still learning some of these things. Now, admittedly so. Um, So I've actually... (sighs) I was going to decrease his pay, but because he came forward and told me he made a mistake and wasn't completely honest with me, and because he does such great work with a lot of the other stuff, I figured I'd cut him some slack. He has since figured it out. This intro and the outro part of the show should be the correct settings. I'm hoping they are because I can't tell because I'm recording right now. But we'll see. And if it's not, you know what? Oh, well, because who's listening to the show anyway? Right? I post these things and they get a like. No one shares them. I I forgot. How hard is it to share these things again? Remind me how hard it is to share these things? You click a button on mobile devices? I know I said it. No. <laughs> Okay, so before I go on my rant, continue on my rant, I have someone here who's keeping me level-headed. And it's not Charlie Huckle. It's the queen of the House of M. She's maybe six feet away from me, doing her diligent hero work of creating masks. And she's making masks left and right. They're very, actually, pretty awesome. If you want to see some, request them. Okay? Um, I'm not going to show you for free. You don't get to see these goods for free, hombre. I don't know what I was trying to say. I think I wanted to say hombre. didn't come out. Hey! Happy Mexican Independence Day, but wait, holy cow, I'm all over the place. I am all over the place on this thing. All right, anyway, but she keeps me level-headed, right? Who else is there to keep me level-headed? I'm like a wild buffalo. You can't tame me. Don't even try. All right, so we got these things figured out now. Um, Again, I'm, I'm hoping anyway. So again endure this next episode because we have a fun conversation with the wild card himself Joe. He comes back and I'll tell you what we're talking about in just a second but that was pre discovery of the audio issue. Um, but again we we we're, we're going about this thing sharing, right? I said about sharing. So just share this thing only if you like it and if you don't like it like Paul said, you know, he he actually had to stop listening to it. Um because the audio's were, the audio was that bad and I'm like, "Hey, that's your choice. That's fine. I I respect it. But I do definitely appreciate the feedback because um, it bugged me and I wanted to make sure we figured this out. And it looks like we did. Looks like we did. So we have some uh, promise going into the future episodes past this one. Um, But hopefully we're making progress with this intro and outro that you'll hear later on. Okay, so um, speaking of the network, and I'm I'm speaking about it because no one else is. So if no one else is speaking about the network, who else is going to other than me, who is president and CEO of Inspired Creations HOM and the network? I'm going to plug my own stuff. And if you don't want to listen to it, guess what? Just like you have the power to not share anything, you also have the power to turn this podcast off right now. But please don't. Please don't. I'm begging you. No, I don't beg. I'm a wild buffalo. Buffaloes that are wild don't beg. Listen. There is tremendous content out there. Don't laugh at me. Are there any non-wild buffaloes? There's plenty of non-wild buffaloes out there. You can see them at BW3s. Why do you think they call it BW3s? There you go. Um, The Icebox endorses BW3. I'm kidding. We don't. We don't have any endorsers. I wish we did. That'd be kind of cool. Um... The network. So one of the shows that are out there right now uh, is Beating for All. And Beating for All in a ratings war uh, competing against Fractured Games and Revelations. Hey, everyone, I want to say thank you. Beating for All is actually running away in the ratings war. <laughs> There's no ratings war. There's just views and comments. But yeah, Beating for All uh, seems to be the one show of the three that are getting the most views very quickly. They ultimately plateau out at maybe 20, um, but I think I saw one at 27. Um, but I, I literally wanna say thank you to everyone who's been watching Beating for All. It's a lot of fun to make, and it has a lot of passion into it too, because I love doing that art, and I've loved doing it for years, and I love sharing that art with you. The designs I put on the show, they're yours. Uh, I'm putting them out there so that you can customize and make your own. Here's where I'm disappointed. Me? Disappointed? Come on. Here's where I'm disappointed. I threw out a contest. My first ever Inspired Creations HOM contest to the masses, potentially. But I threw it out to the masses in episode 2 of Beating for All. And I gotta say, if you were looking to hurt me, you hurt me successfully. You have brought my ego, which some say is High or very prominent or large. I don't get it. I don't see it. I am the most humble person I know. I'm humble. I have zero... (laughs) Yeah, Come on, come on. I have zero arrogance. I can do it. I can say it. Okay. So if you wanted to humble me, consider me humbled because the contest has been out for at least a few weeks now. You want to take a guess of how many entrants have entered that contest? We got one answer with one. And up until, I think, a couple days ago, that was true. We have two entries. And I feel it's like my mom entering the contest for me because there was no one else entering it. So... My two brothers are the actually the only entrance to the contest currently still running right now. And the reason I have it still running is because there's only two entrants! They entered it in there. They've entered the names. I'm going to give you a little hint. Uh, I, I kind of just want you to watch episode two of Beating For All to find out what you have to do for the contest. In the comments section, I go over the rules. But basically, the contest is you get to name the creations that I did in there. There's two of them. There's a boy and a female ninja. Um, you get to name them, and if you name them, and if your the name if your names are selected, you actually get to you keep um, the bead art that we actually created on the show. You get the ninjas, um, and then uh, you know what? There might be some additional swag too, but I'm not promoting that aspect. You get to keep the original perler art that was created on the show. Beating for all, maybe it's the prize. No one's like, oh wow, big cool a prize, there. How about you throw some cash my way or throw some? Uh, I don't know. DVDs. Who buys DVDs? Oh, I don't know. Give me a Blu-ray DVD then. That's not the same thing. Well, give me some, uh, hey, I seen your revelation show. You got a lot of cool toys. Why don't you give me one of those cool toys too? You're not getting it. You're only getting the ninjas, okay? So maybe the prize isn't all that fun. I thought it was! I thought it was grand! It's custom art created by the great one. Myself. Again, remember, no ego. Um, I created these things. I was going to mail them out to the winners um, and then be done with it and then throw another contest if this one went well. Well, guess what? It's not going well. (laughs) So I am going to keep that contest going on a little while longer and then just call it. And if I have two entrants, I have two entrants. That's fine. It makes their odds go up. It was perfect for when it was one entry. um, But now there's going to be some competition. So anyway, watch episode two, Beating for All. Make The specific way to enter this contest is on that show and in the comments. You have to read that and view that episode to find out, though. I'm not going to give that secret away. Anyway, watch Beating for All. It's on my YouTube channel, uh, IceboxCast, and you'll also get to view the other shows that are dropping in the ratings war, comparatively, but they're still awesome because I do them. Fra- uh, Fractured Games is still uh, very popular. Um... Revelations, Revelations, which is the stable of my network on YouTube. That show is um, going to only be getting even more better because I finally have some um, cool toys that have been waiting to show you all, and they're going to be coming out. So again, hey, Inspired Creations Hom Network, please take advantage of it. Uh, go watch uh, my YouTube station Icebox Cast, and go get yourself subscribed and have some fun with that. Guess what came back uh, this past week? Yeah, this past week. Not the week that we're on, the week before. The NFL came back. Anyone heard of the NFL? The NFL is still playing games, and they came back uh, last Thursday. Guess who didn't know about it? Yeah, yours truly. Um, I, I was told that they played, and I was like, oh, wow, I didn't even know that. And then, you know, the rest of the league played their games on Sunday, so... Um, I know some Chicago Bears fans, and I wish them all the luck. Uh, I'll go, hey, go go Bears. I'll still cheer for them. But as my close inner circle know, I'm a retired sports fan. And I'll get into that in the conversation with the wild card players. I'm not going to go into depth on that. Um, and to my Packer backers, hey, go Packers. Um, I hope your team does well. I hope your local football team does very well in this NFL season. But they're actually playing games in the stadiums crowdless, I believe. Um, I think it's crowdless. I don't even, I don't even know. Um, but they're actually traveling. So that was the danger thing, right? The NFL, the NFL, the, uh, NBA had a viable solution, having that little bubble right in, uh, Florida. Was it Florida? I think it was Florida. um, and they, they, I think they did it right. You know, they, 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 yeah, want, the traveling was taken out of it. So all the risking of going from city to city, stadium to stadium, risking exposure um, is gone. But not the NFL because the NFL is the granddaddy of all sports entertainment. And they think they just rule everything. Well, guess what, NFL? You don't. You want to know why I know that? You don't rule me. And you never, ever will. The other thing that came back, the one that I'm really excited for, even more so than the NFL, NFL, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm sorry. NFL, you know, go, just good luck. Uh, Go Bears, go Packers, there you go. Um, Yeah, that's right. I said go Bears and go Packers, all right? Okay, Um, here's what's coming back in October, the end of October, The Mandalorian Season 2. The newest trailer just popped out, it looks awesome. You are introduced to Mando competing, or at least trying to find a group of people he calls sorcerers, potentially evil sorcerers. We know them better as Jedi. You get to see the child. And Mando walking well, they're not. Oh well, no, they are. They're walking side by side. But usually, the child's in his little bubble carrier, which <laughs> he still looks so cute. You you think you saw season one, and you're like, okay. And then all the toys came out right. I got a couple of awesome toys um from awesome people of the child, and I love them all. And you think you'd get sick of it? Guess what? You don't because once you see this trailer, you're like, oh my god, <laughs> the child is so cute. I want to hug him. I want to hold him. It's awesome. You get, you just get all those good feelings coming right back when you watch this trailer. At least I did. Um, you get to see some um, Mando shots being super cool. You see the very quick reflex of the child um, taking shelter in his little bubble. Uh, again, the Jedi is mentioned. You get to see um, scout troopers and stormtroopers. So there's more Empire stuff coming. Hey, I'm just excited for Ahsoka played by Rosario Dawson, coming back this season. Not coming back, coming into this season. I cannot wait to see her as Ahsoka. My God! She is such a fan favorite. I am very much looking forward to Mandalorian Season 2. Um, if it comes, I think it, I think Disney Plus will... Oh, I can't remember now. I think they released it episodically. Or, we, <laughs> listen to me. I think they released it weekly, which is good, because that's how I want to enjoy uh, this season of Mandalorian. It just looks awesome. I can't wait to hear the theme music again. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. So if you don't have Disney+, Plus, look for those deals where you can get it for free for a month or whatever the case is. I don't know. Um, take advantage of The Mandalorian or just subscribe for The Mandalorian until the season's over just like a ton of other people did last year. I wasn't one of them. No, I plugged in. I buckled up and I'm riding Disney+, Plus to the end. I signed a three-year contract with Disney+. Plus. <laughs> um, I did. I did. I signed a three-year contract. Um, and I booked with them for three years straight. I'm going to renew that contract when it comes uh, time to expire again. Especially as they're putting out Mandalorian Season 2 or 3 or 4 or whatever the case is. I'm going to be there for it. WandaVision is coming back too. That's pretty cool. I don't know too much about WandaVision so, because it was actually pretty undetermined if it was coming back. Uh, this year, not because of COVID. Uh, so, but that's coming back to I just thought of that as well. But go watch, go get Disney Plus, enjoy The Mandalorian season two. And if you haven't seen season one, guess what? You're in for a treat. They're only like 20, 25, 20 to what 30 minute episodes. They're very quick, very enjoyable. Um, you got to see it. You do not have to be a Star Wars fan to see this. If you are, you'll just appreciate some of the. Inside um, stuff that they show that show to you on the episodes, but if you're just an everyday fan of just things that are cool, you'll love The Mandalorian. Go check that out. It's on Disney Plus. Okay, so today's conversation is going to be with myself, the most influential speaker from the House of M, and the wild card himself, Joe. He is back on the show yet again. And we are coming back to you for another hidden gem. We are going to be discussing the series Cobra Kai. Now, Cobra Kai has been out. We'll go into that a little bit later too. So if people who have, have uh, watched YouTube TV... You've been blessed by seeing Cobra Kai already. But if you skipped it because you didn't want to get YouTube TV, you know what? It's on Netflix now. And I know a lot of people have Netflix. If you have not watched Cobra Kai, you must, you must watch it now. We are going to get into the reasons of why you must watch it. And I'm not going to spoil anything right now. We are going to have a recurring discussion with Joe talking about Cobra Kai. We are going to be talking about each episode and those episodes um, will be discussed on future episodes of uh, the Icebox, but we're taking one episode at a time to do the show justice. So without further ado, let's get into our conversation. Everybody welcome Joe. Let's discuss some Cobra Kai season one, episode one.
1: On top, looking down.
0: All right. So tonight we have a very special guest. Uh, he's been on the show plenty of times. He's probably my most uh, recognizable, easily, and uh, the most revisited guest in the Icebox history, everyone. History. And he's uh, making sure His long uh, run at this is going to be undisputed because he's back with us tonight and we are going to be talking about something that has been a gem for such a long time. Well, not a long time, long enough, but it's only been embraced even further recently because it's on Netflix now. The show we're going to be discussing is Cobra Kai. And this was released on YouTube TV uh, two years ago, I think. And it just got released. It got cut uh, from YouTube TV. And they found a nice home with Netflix. So, bravo, Netflix. This is a gold that you just picked up. And everyone is clamoring for Cobra Kai. And people like Joe and I, I'm going to speak for Joe for a second. Um, (laughs) We're (laughs) like, hey, this show's been out for a while. This is fantastic. Um, So we get to be uh, one of the snobs every now and then. And we can say, hey, yeah, we've enjoyed it for years now. Catch up to the party, everyone else. Everyone, welcome to the icebox. The wild card himself, Joe. Joe, what do you got to say?
1: Uh, I thought you nailed it in your intro. Um, <laughs> I'm so, you know, don't get me wrong, I'm so glad people are liking this show, but that was so two years ago <laughs> that, you know, I absolutely, I li- probably watched this series about 10 times already.
0: Holy cow over,
1: no. you know, all since right. since since it's come out here. You know, maybe not that many times, but a lot. Well he said ten. And, uh... <laughs> he said ten. <laughs> <clears throat> but it's it's absolutely an awesome show. And I'm so glad uh that we're gonna we're gonna talk about it on the uh, here on the icebox because uh it's a great show to talk about. You know, instantly this show has moved in my top five favorite shows of all time.
0: Really? Instantly. And it's only yeah, on season, it's, it's fair. Two. so it's going on season yeah. three, um, and yep. we're gonna we're gonna do this show justice. We're gonna keep uh, the conversations. I don't want to say brief; we'll, they'll go as long as we need it to be, but they can be brief because we're gonna be talking about this um, episodically. So we're not gonna just cram everything in. Hey, season one, this is what happened. No, we're gonna go uh, episode by episode. They're only what, half hour episodes.
1: Yeah, like twenty three minutes.
0: Yeah, so a standard you know TV show. So we're we want to make sure we don't miss anything because that's how good. Um this show is and honestly that's how much we like it <laughs> as well that we want to devote a conversation to each episode. So um off track off hand, I actually can't remember how many episodes are in each season. Maybe 13. Ten. Ten? Okay, ten. Ten. Um so we're gonna have a recurring conversation with the wild card himself uh, about about Cobra Kai. Tonight we are talking Cobra Kai season one, episode one, entitled Ace Degenerate. <laughs> Okay, so I'm gonna. Everyone hears me talking, and no one really wants to hear me talk, Joe. So I'm gonna pass the ball <laughs> to you first. Uh, take us okay. through um, opening segments and what you thought of the opening segments of Cobra Kai season one, episode one, Ace Degenerate.
1: So this show automatically starts off just like hitting you right in the face by you know showing the opening of the original Cotty Kid in a condensed format. Um, it's, it lets the viewer know, look, we're doing this series. We're fans of this series. This is why. And we're going to do this show justice. And it's just the perfect way to set up this whole series is by opening with the, uh, the fight. And in a very new way, I looked at the fight. Um, but uh, it's, it's a great fight in general. I mean, you put that you put that uh, match on. That's and one of the best fights in the tournament. It, <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, and it was worthy of a championship. <laughs> it definitely, it was. And it's not, but mean, um, it's
0: it's because of the history too. You know, right. um, It's it's very similar to. Um, I remember a discussion we had with uh, Dominic too about like greatest Jedi or Star Wars lightsaber fights, and you know, I was like saying, "Oh God, Darth Maul versus Qui Gon and Obi Wan, hands down." But uh, he was saying, you know, like uh, Luke Skywalker versus Darth Vader in Return of the Jedi because of all that history that built up to that point where it's father versus son. Same thing with uh, this Cobra Kai fight. I mean, the whole movie was building up to an ultimate showdown from someone who's been trained for years, uh, Johnny, and brand new kid, new kid on the block, getting bullied, picked on. Um, learning uh, karate at a quicker pace at an unorthodox uh, style as well with uh, Miyagi, Mr. Miyagi, and uh, culminated in the tournament. A tournament! And you've been in tournaments, uh, whether it be baseball, mm-hmm. um, fantasy football, or wrestling even. Um, and tournaments are tough to compete in. you got to go the entire day, the entire day, um, and you have to keep winning, <laughs> otherwise you're done. Unless it's a round robin, I guess. But um, mean, So yeah, it's just it's just an incredible, and that's exactly how they open up uh, episode one.
1: Right, and you know, it's I love how they break it down. They speed it up, you know, to the to the now audience by doing the condensed version. They show (laughs) Daniel go up now audience. (laughs) Yeah, and you know, and to walk them through it, you know, but it goes, you know, Daniel point one. Yes. You know, Daniel's at one, one, zero, two, zero. Yep. And, and you know, they break it down by, you know, how it goes. And I, I just, I love, I love how they did that. Yeah. And it's, it, it, it fits the overall, this opening segment right here fits the overall narrative that they want the viewer to watch this show is they're showing this whole fight from a different viewpoint and why someone is the way he was. And it just sets the tone perfectly for the whole series.
0: Yeah, it does. I mean, right, I mean, the opening sequence, you can almost tell what kind of show this is going to be. Um, and in, now that we've seen both seasons, so we can talk a little bit retrospectively on this without getting too far ahead of ourselves. Because, I, again, I want to do this show justice and talk episodically, of course. But um, knowing what we know, the creators of this show... Um, really had high respect for the for the material, the source material, um, and it shows right from the get go. Like you already explained it when they just when they did it for the now audience, but they went point by point. Mm-hmm. They did a still frame. They they did an off white kind of a color to kind of zoom in on that, um, and and just to explain, hey, this is the match. You had Daniel go out uh, right in front, two nothing, and then Johnny LaRusso comes <laughs> back, ties it up, and then they show, of course, the uh, the tiebreaker point. That ends with um, I can't remember that name of the move. What is that what's that move? Crane. There you go. <laughs> I knew what it was. Crane technique. Crane technique. Understand? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: we should do a counter of how many stupid times we're gonna quote the original movie. Good
0: <laughs> That's for the fans. That's for the fans. You could <laughs> right. you can try to count how many uh uh quotes that we do throughout these uh, conversations. Um okay, so uh it takes us through the fight and clearly with uh, the the crane kick um Daniel comes out on top and defeats Johnny Lawrence uh, for the for the championship and right then the they cut away with Johnny Lawrence on the mat kind of you know in defeat kind of agonizing in it, you know, that, that's a big uh pill to swallow, especially Pride's sake for Johnny Lawrence. So from there it cuts right right away to current or present day. Um tell us what you saw in the present day with uh <laughs> with Johnny Lawrence and I have a couple I have a one note for sure um that I wanted to make sure I mentioned unless you mentioned it before me go ahead
1: Well he wakes up like many single middle-aged men nowadays <laughs> they wake up from a night of drinking and he's got like chips on his bed next to him <laughs> it's a complete shit show and his alarm goes off, smacks it I mean, he doesn't even, you know, turn it off, he's straight to smacks it off. <laughs> he's that annoyed with it. <laughs> Cause he's gotta get up to go to work. And he takes his beer. You know, it probably tastes like shit, but you know what? It's it's what's right there. <laughs> so yeah. he takes a he takes another drink of it. Well so he And like, he's uh, the
0: drink first and he spits it out and literally says, right. Ugh, you know, it's like disgusting. <laughs> but then he goes right back to it. <laughs>
1: And I'll tell you what, not to get too off topic real quick again, but because of this show, I have been drinking Coors Banquet for about two years now. And that's exactly what Johnny drinks, is the little Coors Banquet. Um, OK. So I um, mean, he kept he kept drinking that. He kept drinking that. And I'm like, I got to see what this thing tastes like.
0: <laughs> so I went
1: to the liquor store and I bought it. And I've been drinking it ever since the series came out. So for about two years now. Oh, really? And, uh, okay. I have told some of my other friends about the, you know, to try the course banquet and they all <laughs> love it. You know, they all love it. I'm like, look, Johnny Lawrence says so. <laughs> I'm it's, like, it's, Johnny
0: Lawrence beer.
1: <laughs> right, right. Oh, man. But, um, when but he gets up, you know, and, uh, he eats his pathetic breakfast
0: (laughs) yes okay so that's the point i wanted to make i love i never heard of that or seen that ever and i guess why would i right but um but my uh but gina has so uh it he keeps he has fried bologna with i guess what tabasco sauce yeah okay just fries it up in a pan and then he's just sit at this little kitchen table, looking at the TV, no worries, right? He's just, he just is. <laughs> and you show him chomping down on the bologna and, you know, a little sauce is coming down his mouth. <laughs> I have never seen that. Never seen that till then.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I've seen that in the military. Okay, I've seen okay. a lot of people do that. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's a it's classic white trash breakfast <laughs> is what it is. <laughs> you know? But um okay. but I, I just love the that's that's what he was doing. Yeah. And just eating eating it with his bare hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? it's, it's baloney, right? It's just you know, yeah, Right.
0: just uh, roll it up and put it in your mouth. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> um so you get a quick glimpse of his life, and obviously things really it doesn't appear to have gone so well for Mr. Lawrence. Um and they take a pretty you pretty much see a, I guess maybe a typical day. Uh, for Johnny Lawrence, that's what this episode was, kind of thing. Until we get to a certain point, and so we'll get to that, uh, of course. Um, but they, he starts getting ready for the day, and uh, um, nothing special. He just he got a little little apartment. Um, I guess I guess it's an apartment, right? Or not an condo, or it's an condo, right?
1: Yes, I don't know if it was a condo. Some apartment complex.
0: Just, yeah. And he he goes about his day, and uh, fans uh, will want to know that this is the the first appearance. Of another main character, Miguel. <laughs> Which was an awesome an awesome first appearance because I excuse me, I love how oh, Johnny Lawrence treats him. He's just dismissive. <laughs> and he goes right. I think I think Miguel actually just moved in, right?
1: Yeah, so to show to show you how serious we're taking this, folks, you know, we made some notes tonight. I count one, two, three, four, five different ways. Uh, M- Miguel shows you just how innocent he is, um, <laughs> since the time we meet him until the first, uh, you know, uh, scene later in the in the show. Yep. But he uh, pretty much Johnny calls him. You know, he's like, "Great, we got more immigrants moving yes! in."
0: Yes. That <laughs> was what killed me. I was like, "God dang, Lawrence!" <laughs> <laughs> and.
1: Then Miguel being so innocent, you know, Johnny takes the trash out, throws it in the trash, and Miguel's like, well, bottles go in the blue bin. I mean, very specific (laughs) that he cares. The (laughs) bottles go in the blue bin, (laughs) you know, which is fitting for this generation because that's probably what, you know, stuff they care about exactly. And, And then he just tells him, you know, Johnny just tells him to F off, basically. And Miguel thanks him. He's like, well. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> after he just got treated like a jerk, you know, he still thanks Johnny. I mean, so, but he's respectful. He's a good kid. He, is he treats his kid. elders definitely right.
0: Definitely is a good kid. And you can tell that instantly. Like, he not even right. on the scene for like more than a few minutes, if that. And you get a, a, a good glimpse of um, the uh, opposite sides of the spectrum between Lawrence and Miguel. Um, which, again, right. plays huge into it later. So, um, we'll get to that. So again, we're carrying on the rest of his day. And <laughs> he gets in his his uh his awesome-looking car. I think it's awesome-looking. Um what is it? A Firebird?
1: Uh yeah, Pontiac Firebird. Pontiac
0: Fire, A classic red, right? Uh Cobra, yep. uh Johnny Lawrence colors, I'm going to say. Was not necessarily Cobra Kai cuz Johnny Lawrence always had had that red jacket, so it's it's him. It's totally him. But it's it's like it's a, what? An 80s car, I'm assuming.
1: Yeah, okay. for sure. I so, think I think they said it was at eighty six or eighty seven. Ugh, I don't know.
0: But, but it looked cool. No,
1: that's too late. That's too late. It would have been like eighty three or eighty four because that's when they were in high school. Ah, who knows? Oh, easily. Anyways. yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, um. So he's he's going he, driving to work is what we're assuming, and um the next the next standout moment. this is all like within the first ten minutes of the show, everyone. <laughs> so this is so. Yeah, cool. not even. Not even. Right? Okay. This, it's, but he pulls up to he pulls up to this this girl, and she's like running, I guess, and he's at a stoplight, and of course she's hot, and Johnny's just looking at her. I was like, hey, tone the creepiness down, Johnny. Good God, you're ogling for God's sakes! But he do, he does just does a quick uh, a little high or you know, hey, what's up or whatever. And then the girl who is probably easily ten years younger than him, um, if not more <laughs> or whatever, and she just goes creep <laughs> it just goes and then you feel you already start sympathizing with uh johnny lawrence with that little <laughs> that little uh moment there um but he continues driving or would you want to say anything about that or, or no
1: yeah so i, I think though the first thing he sees when, when he gets in the car is that he's is at the red light and he sees Larusso's billboard, new billboard right? yes and, and he's right. like not another one so he's like oh so he's he's already knows that daniel's successful and this is on his fourth dealership that he's opening up. Yep. And he, he so he's annoyed of of seeing that. He's like, Oh God, you know, just rub it in my face more. And, and when, then he pulls with the red light. That, and that's, that, when the, that's, when the, that's when the when he hits the chick. And, and you know, he, he does he did the classic, you know, what you do back in the day I'm like, hey, how's it going? Very true. <laughs> very true. <laughs> you very know true, yeah. You know, it's everything's not I mean, it's that's what's so lost about all this, but um, yeah, he just says, like, hey, how's it going? I don't think he was being that creepy. He's just like, hey, this is how we he picked up chicks back in the day. Back then. But, I mean, so... but we've evolved.
0: <laughs> right. Then. And that's, that's the good juxtaposition that they have because they do a lot of throwback to the 80s versus what's yeah. socially acceptable now, which is how they right. capture both audiences, which is why this show is good. Because it yes. doesn't just play. It does play to us, you know, um, the older crew. Uh, who saw the original movies when they were brand new um uh, but it plays to the today's crowd as well the now generation um and again that's why that's why it's success- one reason why it's so successful right now too um they have an audience and it, 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 it if they keep playing to both of them successfully the way they're doing they're gonna they're, they can do however many seasons they want um i would dare tell them to t- have a story and tell it don't keep dragging it on unless Unless these new characters uh, are strong enough to carry their own stuff too in the future, and some of them arguably are, again, again, we and we're not even at that point, but uh, we could easily have some shows about with these other characters too. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you too was based on the billboard, Larusso. Uh, what what do they do to the competition? Oh, they kick the they competition. They kick the competition. <laughs> 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 it's so dorky, but it's so Larusso too. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, okay, so now we start seeing, um, and if I'm skipping anything, uh, please don't hesitate to stop me or anything. Or if there's something you want yeah. to say, uh, go ahead. But I'll kind of keep going, and then we'll stop as we need to. But um, I guess we're, we're basically seeing that he's pretty much being paid as a handyman. Um, yeah. Because they show him at, a, I think, a pool?
1: Yeah, a pool doing a – get garbage out of a, a gutter. Yeah, okay. uh, some mechanical stuff and then installing a TV.
0: Yes. And the TV is where it gets where, where it gets interesting. Um, so, I, I mean, I, I've already put put the warning on the post that this is easily going to be a PG-13 rating because of the swearing. And and Joe, you're going to have to do it for me. But this scene, <laughs> this scene was awesome. Um, <laughs> so they show him putting up the TV and nothing to it. You know, he's, well, I couldn't do it. But I mean, for him, it's nothing. That's what he does. Uh, he's put up the TV, seems fine, and then uh, he's interrupted because, I guess, the lady or the owner of the, the nice-looking house um, comes in and basically just kind of goes crazy on him because he put the TV on the wrong wall. Go ahead and explain what happened there.
1: Well, yeah, so she comes in. She's upset that, you know, she's like, hey, basically, what are you doing? You put the TV on the wrong wall. And he's like, uh... He points clearly at the door. Right. <laughs> at the,
0: because the instructions were put it on the opposite wall of the door. Or opposite side of right. the door. Yes.
1: And he shows her, she's like, Well, not that door. Well room that! <laughs> <the laughs> right. God. Tell me <laughs> not in your mansion. Show me. Your mansion. She's got a thousand doors. But so is this what she just assumes and he's like, oh. He's like, that's in and then she insults him even more by saying of all the places in this whole house, <laughs> that's the only place you wouldn't put a TV. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, a real winner. <clears throat> yeah.
0: And then he, so, and he, oh, go ahead, go ahead.
1: Uh, no, go ahead.
0: Well, he he uh, so he agrees. He's like, I'll you know, I'll I'll patch up the wall. I'll I'll move the TV, right? Whatever. He's he's agreeing, but he has a little a little disclaimer based on <laughs> for him doing it. He says, just quit.
1: <laughs> yeah so he tells him like <laughs> I, I, I'll do this and I just can't do it right now I'll come back tomorrow right. I just you know I don't have the time and he's like but I'll fix it and he's like well that's just great and she's like oh, you just gotta quit bitching at me yeah. <laughs> and, and again you're playing it to, to the now audience right. as well because all they hear is a, a word and they're gonna and, take and it as they, <laughs> how they it. interpret it yep. <laughs> and she's just like did you just call me a bitch? <laughs> he's like, no, he's like, no, I said, just quit bitching at me. Oh my and, God. oh, and that, know, I love that scene.
0: It is so atypical of, uh, of, uh, the, the social events now, you know, they all, people are like looking, I say people generically, um, but they, they look for something, they grab onto it and they, social media lets everyone have a voice and, just because you have a voice doesn't mean you have to use it every single moment of every single day. You you know, use your voice. Use it right. Use it correctly. Don't use it to destroy. And a lot of people just do that. They grab something. They run with it. Post it. Screw the facts. Right? Just this is what, <laughs> this is what I heard. This is what has to be true then. And obviously it's not. And you see him on the phone, Johnny Lawrence. And he says, no, I told her to stop doing that. I didn't call her one of those. And you, I can't even say the words. I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and then he's fired. So that one incident, again, back to the, the, the destructive part of uh, voices that, that people have the power to do now. Um, and just like that, the Mr. Fried Bologna eating, warm beer drinking right in the morning, Johnny Lawrence is now out of a job.
1: Uh, and makes what, what ends that scene so perfect. And he's like, "You're gonna fire me because of that bitch." <laughs> <laughs> and then he asks her, he's like, "Well, you're still gonna pay me my money, or you better pay me my money." Yeah. And he, obviously, he's not getting paid. <laughs> and he's out. He, and you know, he's just he just got fired from his job. Gets in his car, and the first thing he turns on hears on the radio is the commercial for the Russo Auto Group. <laughs> yeah. And, and he's just like, oh, my God. So he's having a bad day. Let's yeah. just say yeah. he's having a bad day right now.
0: Um, but what better way to end a bad day than to go to your local mini mart and, and get your supper from a rotating <laughs> oven and seeing sliced pizza and I don't want to say he's one of those, because at this point, I'm all for Johnny Lawrence. That's how quick this guy was the bit, the bad guy in the entire right. first Karate Kid movie. And he was a real jerk. He was a real jerk. But again, the episode, not even probably halfway through the mark right now, I'm already cheering for Johnny Lawrence. I'm already going, come on, Johnny. It's OK. You can, You can beat this. I don't know the guy, right? But I'm cheering for him. <laughs> But what better way to end your day with some rotating uh, pizza in an oven at a mini mart? And he's he's one of those people that's just kind of looking for the for the best slice, even though there's like four or five slices in the entire little little oven on a countertop. But uh, he picks his pizza. And can you explain how the clerk treats his pizza (laughs) after a long day uh, for Johnny Lawrence? How does the clerk treat him?
1: Um, like he doesn't exist, <laughs> and he he spe- he picks his specific piece of pizza out that he wants. Yep. Like, that's his supper. That that one, that one piece right there. It wasn't
0: even multiple pieces. It was a single piece.
1: Right, right. It's just like a single piece. You see, you know, he he looks in good shape. You know, he doesn't overeat. <laughs> <All right. laughs> but uh, the clerk grabs it with his hand. With his hand. And when hand. I say his hand.
0: Literally. No glove. No nothing. We're, you know. No glove.
1: (laughs) And folks, folks, we're talking. He grabbed it where the piece of pizza was knuckle deep (laughs) from how much he grabbed it. So it was knuckle deep. And they show him he's got, he's got multiple band-aids. Not one. He's got multiple band-aids on. And one has blood on top. (laughs) (laughs) So... I mean and you gotta re- you gotta really pay again I've seen this multiple times so I looked for the little things in there yeah but it's I mean right then you know, that's this is the kind of guy that's touching your food right now
0: <laughs> and, and even of course Lawrence the everyman is like, Can- aren't you gonna put any gloves on <laughs> he makes a right. case for himself but and, and the other guy's just speaking Spanish so he pretends he doesn't understand them yeah, um, and then- oh, Let's that's see- because
1: M- Miguel comes in. Miguel, we see that Miguel's in the store at this point. Yes, that's and exactly he's he's getting some Pepto Bismol for his grandma, and, and-
0: another example, right? Taking care of his grandma, right? His, his Ebolita.
1: right? Because she's sick, yeah. so he, he's gonna go. He's gonna walk. He's gonna walk to the store.
0: And Lawrence, Lawrence, I I use this line to my wife and other <laughs> other people too, all the time, especially at work sometimes. <laughs> but he um. Miguel nicely just offers up why he's buying Pepto-Bismol. And Lawrence pretty much goes, yeah, there's an answer to a question I never asked. <laughs> I, love, I love that. It is so good. Oh, my God. But again, Miguel just takes it in stride, takes it in stride, and uh, right. goes about his business. Um, so he gets his pizza. Um, they have fun with him, uh, the, the Miguel and uh, the clerk. Um, pretty much, uh, calling saying Lawrence has a a small little a wang, or whatever in Spanish, and then yeah. Lawrence is like, "What did you just say?" And so, you know, he's getting all defensive. He has no clue what he said, but he knows it was right. insulting. Um, and Miguel, being you know, again, yeah,
1: another example of how innocent Miguel is. Straight arrow. Yeah, <laughs> right. Straight arrow kid. He tells him what the he tells him what the guy said in Spanish. <laughs> and he's like, think I have a little wing. <laughs> <laughs> but Johnny just being frustrated, takes his money, He's a paying customer. Yeah, that's right. throws his money, <laughs> throws his money at him, grabs a pizza pizza and goes upon his way.
0: <laughs> real chap, real chap he goes he goes about his way. Right. He goes outside to eat his pizza. and Joe, he can't even do that. He can't Not even in peace. enjoy his single slice of pizza touched by bloody, dirty hands saying that he has a small wang. <laughs> After just getting fired. After getting fired. Oh my god. And so there's this, uh, there's a lady that interrupts him immediately. And what does she say? What is, what is, well, how does that incident go?
1: So basically, this lady seeing this guy on this rough day thinks he's homeless. And... <laughs> Tells him this is her turf go yeah. work another mini mart. <laughs> eat your dinner somewhere else because this is where she this is where this homeless person lives. And she thinks Johnny is competition.
0: <laughs> and Johnny's like, I'm not homeless. <laughs> I don't need this right now. My car's right. Now. <coughs> yes, he can't even eat his pizza and pizza. He's interrupted almost immediately. And then we're introduced to a few more characters. Um, arguably more background characters, but they're, they're pretty prominent in the first uh, season as well. Um, but the, I think a, a truck pulls up and it's basically, I think three high school kids, um, that come out and there four. four of them. Okay. Um, so they come out, they're being what I would call rowdy. Um, but I could tell that to me, they're like, you know, the, uh, the stereotypical rowdy high schooler. Guys, because they're all four, all former guys. Um, today's kids,
1: today's high school kids. <laughs>
0: today's high school kids, yes. And um, this this uh, show is all factual based, so you, you don't even have to question us on this. Um, <laughs> but they come in, and do they declare that they're getting beer from there immediately?
1: Yeah, okay. I mean, the first thing is like, well, I hope uh, your ID works or this time or something like that. I okay. don't know something like that.
0: So a bunch of hoodlums going to get, going under, <laughs> right. underage kids trying to get some beer from this local mini-mart um, with their fake ID. So they, they walk past Johnny. Johnny really doesn't care too much about him, other than they're just noisy and uh, interrupting his pizza. Um, and then what happens?
1: Well, I mean, I think that's uh, when the, the kid, too, blows smoke directly in Johnny's face just as he's walking oh, by. Oh,
0: I forgot about that. I did forget about that. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, and then, okay.
1: then he sits down, and then that's when he gets accused of the homeless person.
0: Oh, okay. So I got the okay. Cool. Yeah. We'll see, I can tell yeah, you yeah. watch this a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. um, I think anyway. I'm pretty sure. So they go into the mart, and Miguel not isn't quite thrown out, but he's pushed outside. So obviously, an altercation happened, and they're very quick to explain for the now audience. So don't worry about it. We explain it to you. Um, Miguel, being as straight arrow as he is, pretty much called them out, quote unquote, accidentally. Which I'm I'm honestly. Uh, I, I At believe, this point, you can believe that. Yes, you can believe that. Oh, I didn't know you guys were getting beer. I'm sorry, my bad. Because he literally kind of says that. So had he known, he probably would have just went with it and not just not not and not have done anything. But he called them out as being friends in high school, which alerts the clerk and it ruins their beer, uh, beer trek. Um, but then they they take it to Miguel pretty quick, and uh, we're introduced to them as even being further big ugly bullies and Joe... I've always, always disliked a bully. Never liked him. Still see them to this day. Never like a bully. And they bully Miguel. What do they do to him?
1: Well, yeah, they uh, first they make fun of him for what he's what he's buying. <laughs> I mean, that's making fun of him because he's got Pepto-Bismol. And, <laughs> and then he's, you know, because he has diarrhea. I, I don't know how those two go that hand in hand. Right. But um, the, uh you know, then the you know what again was more effective for this too is that for the as far as the overall show, you're getting uh, a lot of different um, minorities being shown right away. like yeah. you got M- Miguel is a Mexican kid, and they got this bully, he's an Asian kid. I mean that's I don't know if that was done on purpose. I, I think it would almost have had to have been on purpose, Just I think so you know, you know, but um, I mean, he's he does a good job. I'm like, he's they do a really good job with you know all these characters. Is you know each character they they do well. Uh, there each character for a does perform well. Yeah, right.
0: the, the actors are um, again. I have no idea the casting director and all that stuff, but they're doing a tremendous job um, because you you literally ah man. I mean, this is doing this uh, conversation this uh, with you right now. This is probably only my second viewing of Cobra Kai. So we got someone you who have seen it multiple times each season already. This is pretty much my second straight watch through again. Um, so it it def- definitely does play to you um, And Hey, sorry. Netflix just quit <laughs> did, did something to me here. Okay. Um but they did a, a heck of a job and you're really watching and caring for these characters in a positive way or a negative way. Either way you have you have a feeling almost immediately when you're introduced to every single person on the show that is recurring anyway. So he pours the Pepto all over him. Right? We covered that. Or did you did you not say that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. so yeah I think Pepto so. And they shoved him into like the bushes. So now they're getting physical with him. Um, and then they, he gets back up. And uh, Miguel, I mean, he's he's a nice kid, honest, but he does stand up for himself. And he says a word I can't even tell you how many times I say in my head a day, but he calls him he calls him an a hole uh, for all intents and purposes. I I can't I still can't say the word, but but and then they get upset at him. They get upset at him for what you call me? You know stuff like that. And then they shove him real hard into Johnny Lawrence's 1983 Red Firebird. I made that I made the year up, but, but they push him. In Sounds car. good. Sounds <laughs> good. Um. And honestly, had that not happened, we may not have a Cobra Kai show. What do you think?
1: Um, right. I mean, they could have uh, even if. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was he was pushed in that sh- in that car for a very specific reason.
0: <laughs> yep. It couldn't have any car, but it was his. I mean, that that's what right. lit the fuse for Johnny to get involved because he he saw what was going on, but. I mean, he he didn't care essentially, right He really didn't
1: care, right? He's just he's just trying to eat his damn pizza
0: right um, just <laughs> you know? his own business and right. rightfully so after that day. but it it crossed over into his world. And again, just another uh, a symbol kind of thing too. How many of us really honestly don't care about things that are going on until it breaches our little world, right? Our little fortress. Um, and it breached his, uh, now he cares, uh, right or wrong. But he- Cause it's right in his face. Correct. Correct. Again, take that for what it's will with stuff that's going on today too. Um,
1: I, again, that's what, that's another brilliance of the show. This is yeah. happened about two years ago. So again, whether it's on purpose or not, it's just fitting. Call it, you know, coincidence or on purpose. Uh, I like to think they did it on purpose too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, he, and if not we can always retcon it which which is awesome too. Right. I, I love retconning <laughs> right but um now he's now now they're like i'm thinking i'm thinking two things honestly joe i'm thinking oh they just they crossed the wrong guy but then i also have to remember these are just high school kids <laughs> you know right. at the oldest and i don't even know i can't remember if they're seniors at the oldest they're 18 so they're pushing that line, but I can't remember what year they are. They, uh, they might, they might be what juniors, maybe, or do you know?
1: Them? Yeah, well, I think they're. So I think they said this is one of the, for the hardcore uh, Cobra Kai fans, this is <laughs> one of the things that they weren't specific about their year, and they already retconned in season two about Sam's age because I think she says she's a she's a junior in this episode. Okay. Okay. Or and and in, in the series and then they kind of, uh, something where I don't know. So but the, that's they're not,
0: they're not that. quite seniors yet then, I think for sure. Yeah, they're about
1: 16, 17, so, maybe 18, you never know.
0: They the, could have flunked. Think, well, yeah, that, that big kid could have flunked easily. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so, again, that's what's going through my mind. I was like, they're in trouble. But then I was like, wait, these are just kids. <laughs> However, when you, when you I don't care who you are. If you, if you strike me um, or someone I care about, you're gonna get retaliation, and it's gonna be physical. Um, and then, and I'm thinking Johnny's gonna wipe the floor with these kids, essentially. <laughs> but I mean, but to the casual viewer or people just coming on, they don't know that. They just see a former karate uh, champion back in his high school years, now pretty yep. much being disheveled at this point. Um, not quite homeless, but he's jobless now. Um, right, he lives a soon little, to be homeless. Right, right. So the people, I, I would love to to hear like uh, people who don't really know, like, well, you know, what's gonna happen, what's gonna happen. Um, All right. why don't you do us the favor and to kind of go through what happens next with uh, Johnny and the the high schoolers?
1: Yeah. So the uh the, the main bully, the Asian bully, he. Uh, we you gotta, know, Johnny says, think, you we know, gotta,
0: we got to remember his name. I don't want to keep calling him a <laughs> <right. the> asian <laughs> <kid>. <laughs>
1: But, um, he, uh, Johnny gets up and says, you know, that's my, and he says, that's my car. Take it easy. And i not, not mentioning <laughs> right. Miguel, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, she's taking just take it easy in the car because it's a classic. Good call
0: out. Good call out.
1: Yep. <laughs> and, uh, um, then, uh, you know, the kid, he, he actually shoves Johnny. Yeah. Like pretty hard. And right then, you know Johnny, or I think he said before, he's like, "Not of all days, not today," kind of right. thing. He even warned <laughs> And and then he uh, then he pushes him, and then and then we see Johnny do I a a, a, a a I don't know, even what you call it, a spin kick. Spin kick. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right <laughs> to right to the Asian kid, and then uh, you know the 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 fight is on. We'll just say. And Johnny is he sounds first of all, he sounds awesome still Um, They did a great job because it looks like it was a lot of actually he did his own stunts So a lot of it was actually him doing all these moves
0: and they look good. Yeah, they do they
1: didn't look They didn't look like forced and you know that I can't buy that but you actually believe that he was doing because he was. I think he was actually doing a lot of his own stunts and uh You know johnny's kicking ass (laughs) you know johnny's getting all all four of these kids and um they they do a good job again giving the fan service to the to the original audience by giving a a great quote by the asian kid getting the upper hand on johnny at one point and he's uh, he's choking johnny and he tells him he's like you having trouble breathing and you know that's a great yep. quote from you know I think it was uh, the third one, Mike Barnes. It's a Mike Barnes that's quote. Mike Barnes. <laughs> right? Karate's bad boy, my boy. But um but no, they do and then you know a little while later, do you Johnny Script. Oh, you got
0: fifty yes. <laughs> oh percent
1: by noon today. <laughs> and I could have that in writing, that's right. Oh my god. <laughs> You just bought yourself a champion. <laughs>
0: oh, God. And
1: that's how right. that went. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Alright, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> but no, so Johnny, wait. I'm gonna, re- I'm, gonna, re- I'm,
0: gonna re- I'm gonna interrupt you again. Sorry, that's all I do. So, during that last little exchange, all I was doing, Joe, was laughing, smiling, and throwing my hands in the air like a stupid little giddy idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing those quotes around my stupid hands were flapping all over the place. Oh my god! All right, all right, go ahead, go ahead.
1: <laughs> no, that's fine. Because we could actually quote shit, and we can drag a scene out <laughs> because we know the whole damn thing, folks. Yeah. We're fans of this stuff. We're, we just we talk about it for a reason because we love this stuff. <laughs> oh man! But um, but no. So they end the scene. Johnny ends up choking a kid, and he gives I... her another. Qu- Kyler. Kyler you know that's
0: his name. Kyler. I okay. Charlie he Huckle. chokes him again. Charlie Huckle gave me some
1: side <laughs> notes. Nice job, Charlie. <laughs> and, uh... But it, it, uh, Lawrence says the line right back at him. He's like, what's wrong? Having trouble breathing? <laughs> yep. And I'm like, oh, hey, yeah, Just so... show that
0: medicine right back in his mouth. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think... is that. But that then... He comes to a quick halt, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, so he gets <laughs> off and... He turns around, and the first thing he does that happens when he turns around is he gets peppers, pepper sprayed right by the cops. Uh-huh. And, you know, because they see it, they don't know any better. Again, fitting with what's going on. But they they spray pepper in Johnny's face, and Miguel's in the background saying, no, he didn't do anything. Yep. <laughs> or it's not his fault or something. Right, right. And he gets pepper sprayed and the next scene he's he he's waking up in prison
0: yeah yeah of course you're gonna get arrested for, <laughs> for that um I or mean, in jail whatever yeah um but i mean i'm hoping they don't go into details they don't have to because it gets explained right away um well pretty much right away but uh they show him going back to his his little uh sanctuary and i think he meets up with miguel there right yeah where right, miguel's
1: he, miguel's waiting outside yeah, when he parks
0: because he wants he comes up to him and says, "Johnny, you know, I wanna, I wanted to make sure I said uh, thank you to you." <laughs> remember what Johnny said?
1: I, right. uh, I can't remember. <laughs> he just
0: goes, "Well, you said it," <laughs> and just quickly. Oh, and yep, and right. just quickly keeps walking. <laughs>
1: right. Right. Just acknowledge that he said it. Yeah, well, you said it. <laughs>
0: and Miguel uh, goes on and pretty much um, pleads with Johnny to teach him, teach him that fighting style. He didn't even know what it was. And um, like I think he made it called a jujitsu or something weird and MMA, yep, and all that stuff. And uh, Johnny, and this is where you could tell he's respectful about his art. Um, He says it's it's karate. He quickly corrects him on that. Otherwise, he would have cared. Good old fashioned karate, right?
1: Is was his exact words? Good old fashioned karate. And
0: and, uh, he says, you know, he's busy. He's got to get going because he has to look for a job. And Miguel pretty much says, hey. Teach me. You, these guys are going to be bullying me or beating me up during the school year, and um, Johnny again, just being dismissive, says things like, uh, "Well, that's pretty much not his problem, right?" Um, right, toughen up. Yeah, it's not my
1: problem. And what 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 they further add to this character Johnny of you know just as how he is right now, we see him go to his mailbox, and he checks the mail, and it's you know a bunch of bullshit mail. And he chucks them right in the ground. I don't know if you notice that, <laughs> I forgot that he just I chucks it. That. He just chucks it right in the ground. boxes his mailbox back up like, fuck this. You know, I don't need this one. I don't need whatever. <laughs> garbage, garbage. As he's talking to Miguel.
0: <laughs> uh no, I totally, I totally uh, oversaw it. I didn't see that. Notice it, I should say. So again, John, he's, he's just he's back in his world, right? He's just taking care of himself. Um, he asks, he he tells, or Miguel tells him, well, you need a job, you know teach me karate, open up your karate school. And again, the respect that he has for it, he quickly corrects him there too. Um, He says, it's a dojo. It's not karate school. It's it's, it's a dojo. And I'm not teaching anyone. And he goes, I don't even know if I should be around any kids right now, which was (laughs) awesome. (laughs) Um, uh, But that pretty much ends that sequence, uh, unless there's anything else you wanted to add to that outside uh, part? No. Okay. So he goes into his house and there's this... um, lady sitting in his chair or in, in a chair it might be his only chair in the house i can't remember but she's watching some uh judge show i don't even know the name of the judge show but she just i don't even think she talks to him she just looks at him and then goes back she to asked the- him if she has
1: stars or something like that
0: oh the network like right? do, do, oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, do
1: you yeah, have yeah, stars yeah. or something like that and then that's it he's like who the hell are you <laughs> <laughs> and then we're
0: quickly introduced to another character um, this one's uh, brand new. We were never shown this character before. Um, but uh, it's played by, I believe, uh, Ed Asner, right? That's him? Yeah. Okay. Um, and, you know, like, what, well, who's this guy, right? But um, he's basically re- revealed to be uh, Johnny's step- stepfather, um, a wealthy stepfather. Um, and he, he's cool. It's Ed Asner, so of course he, he's good. Um, but we find out quickly that he's the one that paid Johnny's bail money. To get him out um but you, you can obviously see there's some kind of rift there uh because johnny is like saying i didn't ask you to do that or you know stuff like this um and ed hasner's just playing the old dad old stepdad kind of figure uh describing <laughs> describing his mom Talk, to him and stuff that and
1: that that's a creep i yes. mean johnny got called a creep earlier yes. this is a creep so, right here
0: it's just more amplified the older you get <laughs> In right. Yeah, I guess what? so. The older generation yeah. just amplified it. It's finally where we're at today.
1: Hey, <laughs> that's that's man. That's good depth of the show too. It showed three generations and their point of view. Yep. And you know, I mean, he's telling his 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 step He's like, yeah, you know, blonde, beautiful, tight. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! That's the level Show Lawrence, of this character. <laughs> Lawrence is like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh god, but great job by Ed Asner on this. I mean, very good, very good.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and so you could tell that they're not the best. I mean, I, I, Ed Asner's character is there uh, because of Johnny's mom. Uh, he promised that he would take care of her son. Uh, so obviously, Johnny's mom has passed on. Um, and he's, Ed Asner apparently seems to be well wealthy, um, because he, I guess, gives Lawrence money every month. Again, something Johnny says he doesn't need to have happen. But um, Ed Asner wants to be done with it. Um, and he offers, he, well, I think he calls it a buyout <laughs> of the agreement. Yeah, buy them out. Yeah, it gives him a lump sum, essentially. I don't think we see what the lump sum is. Um, but Johnny quickly no. rips it up. It's a check. He rips up the check. Um, and Ed Asner's uh, kind of reacts to the way Johnny has been just because kind of like OK, well, I did it. I did my part. <laughs> if you don't want it, then, you know, yeah. it's up to you because Johnny says, I don't need your money um, or, you know, his pity, his charity is what he calls it. Um, and then uh, I think he leaves and as Ed Asner leaves and uh, do you have anything else to add to that part of it?
1: Yeah, that's just, you know, that's, again, he touched every point, and I think they, they were trying to make, in that quick, again, a quick sequence that only took maybe a two minutes at max. Yep. Told a lot of information in the, in that two minutes, and, you know, uh, good job in that scene.
0: Our discussion right now is longer than the actual episode. <laughs> and that's how good of oh, a really? job. That, well, I mean, yes, but I mean, but still. Oh, right, right. Okay. <laughs> but I mean that's how good of a job that they, they do. But this is just us reacting to it too. So of course it's gonna be longer. But um so you, you get uh you go into the rest of the evening with Johnny. So yeah, this is pretty much a life uh a day in the life of Johnny, even though the jail goes over the, the, the fight scene goes overnight. But um they show him uh watching uh <laughs> This is good. I know you'd like this. Um, watching a movie. Uh, what's the movie they're watching?
1: Iron Eagle.
0: Iron Eagle, an '80s classic that I remember watching at nausea um, back in back at the parents' place uh, um, with you and uh, and Matt and stuff. Uh, it was just one of those classic movies. Uh, and I don't even remember what they mean. They the show a quick glimpse or a quick scene, I should say, which is uh, um, oh heck, what's the what's the pilot's name? Louis Gossage Jr., right? Yeah, that's the... Chappie, Chappie.
1: Chappie, Chappie, right.
0: So, and I remember reacting because, okay, spoiler alert for an 80s movie that you should have seen by now, and if you don't, too bad. But um, Chappie dies. (laughs) The sequence that they're doing. And obviously uh, Chappie was uh, the young pilot's mentor. And uh, Joe, I remember remember not knowing to laugh or feel sorry for when the pilot screamed his name, Chappie. (laughs) <laughs> and I still had those feelings when I watched it again because he's just he just says Chappie <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, but I've been a memorable scene and he puts in a cassette I think and right away Chappie's like Well, if you're looking at if you're listening to this sequence, uh, things might not have gone too well. Uh, but you're still <laughs> looking, and um we're gonna get through this don't worry about me, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. It was, uh, it was an inspirational speech that he was given. Right. Um, b- that sounded just like him, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but um, <laughs> the, the the inspiration that Johnny's receiving, because he's reacting, he's getting up closer to the TV, right? He's, like, saying, yes, you know, yeah, he needs to hear this. And that, of course, gets interrupted again with a commercial from LaRusso's <laughs> car dealers. What's his, what's his name? LaRusso Auto Body? No. LaRusso, yeah, LaRusso Auto. Okay, LaRusso Auto. And the, uh, luxury Auto. Luxury Auto. And Johnny's just, he's had it. He's trying to turn the channel simply, but he, his remote now doesn't work miraculously. He's slammed <laughs> it out in his fist on the couch. It just doesn't work. He gets so mad. What does he do?
1: So he gets so this commercial really upset him because during that motivational speech they they did a great job and they showed some flashbacks mirroring lou Goshen's uh speech that yeah. he was given in the movie right he's like they gave you a god-given talent and you know i can't remember the word for it but and then they show johnny back in high you know kicking ass i think he hit uh, miguel in the first tournament and uh just showing you know Johnny was at his glory days, and he's like, you know, you can you can get it back. And Johnny's like tearing up because he's drinking <laughs> beer or he's drinking something, yeah. uh, with like a a vodka and a RC cola, just mixing it right in the can <laughs> as he's watching this movie because he's that far into it now, and you know he's tearing up because the movie's making him think of his life too. And it gets interrupted, boom, by the Daniels. <laughs> the, commercial and he's so repulsed and remote doesn't work <laughs> at this point you know what i can see how he would do this at the end of his day right there he takes the remote and throws it at the tv and breaks, and breaks, breaks the tv, the TV.
0: <laughs> he couldn't do it all you had to do is get up and turn it off but no that, that that's fury <laughs> that's aggravation right. coming out so understandably so um and then this is another sequence that i think you'd appreciate because just like the classic '80s trope, he gets out. He needs a. He needs. He needs an event, or just to get some air. He needs to get away from it. He goes in his awesome-looking car, and what happens? A montage, <laughs> which is oh. also some more sequences of um, the first Karate Kid film uh, with him and Ali, uh, just other stuff. Again, I think more of the glory stuff uh, for what that you were referencing too. And um, he's drinking, of course, so he's obviously not quite right in the head. And I don't even remember right. where he pulls over. Uh, I know it's a school, right? Or is it a school? Well, yeah.
1: So no, during, so I'll, I'll get into a couple more details here. Okay. When he when he's driving back, or you know, or when he's driving, drinking and driving because he's got a <laughs> noticeably drinking <laughs> out of a brown paper bag, <laughs> folks. So it's not water. Again, this it's is not water. This is typical. <laughs> Typical fashion of, 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 you know, that generation too. And um, they, uh, Foreigner comes on. It's a song by Foreigner and it's they play the song Head Games. <clears throat> and, you know, it, it's a fitting song because, you know, John's, Johnny's got all kinds of stuff going on in his head right now. And the song takes us back perfectly from, you know, the, the glory when he's riding the bikes all the way up to... Pretty much the whole first movie. They do a really quick recap during of the first movie from Johnny's point of view. Um, so they show the first thing he thinks of Daniels when he gets punched in the face. So that was his first re- uh, uh, recollection of, of meeting Daniels, getting punched in the face. And uh, so they go through all that, and then they end it with uh, Larusso kicking him, and he Johnny's pissed off. He slams on the wheel a couple times, and then he pulls off uh to the All Valley uh arena right. that's where he pulls over
0: yeah oh, okay oh okay okay that makes more sense then
1: yeah
0: um so he pulls over and while he's reminiscing oh my god the almost the unthinkable well i i say unthinkable but in Johnny's world this is just it's poetic justice at this point his car is seen in the background And his 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 uh his reminiscing of the better days, the glory days, is just annihilated with another vehicle crashing into his beloved firebird. And of course he gets upset. Who wouldn't? Him being under the influence, it's just bigger, but he goes right up there, says, Oh my god, well, what happens? And you see, I think you hear them. Uh, what was the reason? I think You see that there's uh, three girls in the car, um, yeah. ran- random at this point. And I think they said they were, were they texting and driving? Or- yeah, so it
1: ends up being Daniel's daughter in the back that says, I told you you shouldn't have been texting while driving.
0: There you go. So another yeah. a common thing that happens, it's, it's uh, that's why you don't text and drive, everyone. Don't text and drive. I never text and drive, um, and I never will. I never, <laughs> um, I, I, I do Pokemon go and drive, but that's different. Um, but anyway, so he yells at the girls and they freak out. Um, you get a good glimpse of all three of them. Um, but of course I'll just leave it at that. You get a good glimpse at them, but they, they drive off in a panic and run away. It's basically a hit and run. Um, and then the next scene they show his, uh, the, 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 the gets, he gets the car towed. Um, to take us through that part of it.
1: Yeah, so he gets the. He goes to the the driver of the tow truck. He's like, "Hey, take care of it. She's a classic." The guy just totally to dismissing, and gives him the piece. He's like, "Yeah, whatever." He takes the, takes the receipt or whatever, and Johnny asks him. He's like, "Where do I pick it up?" He's like, "It's there on the card." So he looks at it as he's driving off, and it's of course he's got to pick up his car <laughs> at La Russo Auto.
0: La Russo's body shop. Oh. And and again, just like we said earlier, that we don't have a Cobra Kai show without Miguel being pushed onto his car. You knew this was just a matter of time at this point. You see Daniel throughout the move, throughout the, the movie, throughout the episode, whether it be on commercials or billboards, his voice. You got it. You got to see these guys interact, especially for fans like us. I was like, what is going to happen? Because we see Johnny, we see what kind of place he's in. We can only see the 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 surface visual of Daniel LaRusso at this point being a successful car salesman, uh, car dealership owner. Um, so we assume he's in a good place. Um, and again, I, the opposite spectrums of both of these characters. So he doesn't want it. So I love his, I love his incognito getup, but he goes incognito <laughs> to the dealership. Uh, walk us through that.
1: So he's walking through, puts his hood up, got sunglasses on and uh he's walking through and just walks straight to the back you know though so one of the guys tries to sell him something he told him just keeps walking so he gets to the uh the clerk in the back there and you know she's all professional you can tell this is a very nice, it's a luxury auto so it's very classy in there and she's very professional you know and she's like uh checking on his car and she's like, we just got in last night. It's not going to be ready, you know, but I'll let her know when it's ready in a couple of weeks. And he's like, "No, nah, it was a mistake. I need to get out of here. It wasn't supposed to come here. Right. And she's like, oh, well, you know, and again, being very professional, she's like, you know, we have that, we kick the competition. We have the best race <laughs> in town kind of thing. If, um, and he's I mean, like, I mean, look.
0: She couldn't fathom someone not wanting to have their car there.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> it, it made no sense because it's, this is the best, clearly the best place to be. And, uh. Johnny's like, yeah, I just want to do my business elsewhere. And she's like, oh. You know, yeah. okay. So she's look- looking for the car and she's like, uh... and then we hear the guy in the background he's like, well, Mr. LaRusso wanted to thank you personally. Wait here while I go get him. <laughs> and Johnny and Johnny's just like, oh, you know what? I'm done. I'll pay- I'll-, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> and uh, he's going back because he wants no part of this. He He just knows. And he's walking out and then you hear Daniel in the background, and he's like Johnny Lawrence, and yeah, he stopped.
0: He he almost made it out, and again you, right. you don't even see Larusso at this point, but you hear his voice, and and boy is that voice recognizable? He, yeah. again, you not see it or anything, and I was like Johnny, and, yeah. and, and Daniel comes out. He, uh he he makes here's his first appearance uh, live on the show and such, um, and of course. My I'll give you my opinion, then you go ahead and give yours. But uh, Daniel is is everything but pleasant to Mr. Lawrence. He sees him as someone he hasn't seen in years. Obviously, at this point, um, but he could have easily just been, uh, you know, I'm not whatever. Yeah, have a good day. You know, we'll, we'll take all oh, your cars in our shop. You know, we'll take care of you. He went out of his way. He he um, was nice to to Johnny Lawrence. Um, he he asked to catch up with him. He got his buddy car salesman, which I think we find out ultimately is his cousin. One of them is his cousin, uh, but he say, "Hey, this, hey, this guy, this guy over here." You know, he starts reminiscing about, you know, the the basically the first Karate Kid movie. Um, and albeit, but hey, this is this is Johnny La- again. The cool thing, like you said earlier, this is Johnny Lawrence's perspective, which is which is fantastic. We've only seen. I can't even talk. I'm losing my breath here. <laughs> um, we've only seen Daniel LaRusso's perspective, and we're reacquainted with that up to this point again because Lawrence was the bad guy. Um, so it's okay. in my opinion, it was okay for Daniel to have some fun with Lawrence. Um, it was brief, and it wasn't even like terrible. But the, his cousin, I think, says, Oh, this guy, you, you kicked his butt in. He doesn't use the word butt, but he says, You kicked this guy's butt, and Daniel's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if you want to get technical about it, it was his face. <laughs> that was the worst. <laughs> that was the worst thing Daniel said, um, essentially. Right. Uh, until he maybe got into alley alley territory, because um, uh, Lawrence says, "Well, you you came in on my girl," and uh, Daniel's like, "Well, you know, she wasn't really your girl at the time, per se, right?" And you just right, right then little things start getting heated, and uh, not nothing crazy, because just when it does get a little bit heated. Daniel quickly just says, ah, yeah, yeah, whatever. It's water under the bridge, right? We're done with it. Let's right. move on. And so, you know, God bless Daniel. He, he, he is still um, the champion and the lovable character we, we, we see um, or we saw back in the day. And um, to the point where uh, he asks him what, what, what brings him in. He looks at the carts and the bottom, uh, the, his body shop. and He says, oh, no, keep it here. So we got the best people here. Um, let me see what I can do for it. He's looking at the at the thing, and he, he reacts to the Firebird thing. He's like, "Ooh, Johnny!" <laughs> he's like, you know what? Let's just toss it. Let's up just time for an upgrade. So he, I'll get you a great deal on the lot. And Lawrence is like, "I want, I want, I want this car." You know, he's like, hey, "He needs this car." I was like, "Okay." And Daniel sees that he's serious about. it. He's like, "Okay, cool. Okay, that's fine. That's fine, Johnny." Um, and he says, "You know what?" He starts looking at the numbers, and he says, "You know." Uh, family discount, uh my discount, my personal code. <laughs> he starts putting that in there. And but he's still he's like, ooh, Johnny, it's like is the this is gonna cost more than the car's worth, man. Um let me let me get you something. And you see the disappointment in Johnny's face and you can see uh Daniel's facial expression recognizing that, which is important. And um yep. Daniel says, you know what? Hey Johnny. Um and again this is to show you how um how still decent of a person daniel larusso is uh, he says it's on the house you know and of course johnny's going to take that as charity because you just saw him earlier say the same thing with his dad hey i'm going to give you this as a buyout just take the money do whatever you want with it. i don't even care but it's yours now and i don't need your charity he dismisses it rips up the check Daniel offers something very similar. Hey, it's on the house. You don't even have to worry about it. You want your car back? We'll get it back. You're doing us a favor. He says in mechanics um, haven't worked on this type of car. It'll be experience for them. You're gonna get your car out of it. Win-win. And Lawrence was like, "I'll pay for it. I'll pay for it. I'll pay for it. You know, I'll take care of it." And Daniel's like, "Okay, that's fine." Um, but ultimately, and reluctantly, Lawrence agrees to take you know take the take the freebie from uh, Daniel Larusso. Um, and before we get into Daniel <laughs> giving him his parting gift, um, what, what was your reaction seeing those two guys back on the screen for the first time?
1: It was magical. I mean, it, it totally it, you totally bought. This was their honest first reaction to each other since they seen it since the first movie. After all these years, something, you know, you can totally buy this is how these two guys are meeting now you know 30 some years later you know and this is their reaction 40 years later shit. but you know and it's it was great because you know again they, they got that little riff you know that, yeah. you, they, that they quickly buried and uh you know they were adults now yeah you know, okay this is right you know and then dan you know we still saw <clears throat> daniel being a good guy and and everything but now it was it was a great great interaction these guys you can tell these two these two guys got chemistry and yeah, they, they still do. got that chemistry and that's what made the first one so good was you're only as good as your hero and the anti-hero and you know it's uh it's well actually so that's what they're doing you know they're taking the villain from the first movie and they're turning him into an anti-hero <laughs> to right. fit with today's today's characters as well and because not everything about johnny's great <laughs> right, as correct, we see correct. throughout the whole episode he, throws shit on the ground, you know, <laughs> whatever. But, um, but you can like the guy and, you know, that's, that's what they they did a really good job up up until this point that, uh, you know, you like, you actually like both characters at this point.
0: You do, you do. And you, you'll, we'll get more into that conflict as the series goes on. And we do definitely, uh, we play into that. Um, but LaRusso gets, uh, his parting gift, which is a little bonsai tree. And, um, He's in. LaRusso's now interrupted because someone comes on uh, to say hi to him, and we hear, yeah, Hi, Dad. And of course, the young girl that goes to Daniel, calling him her dad, is the same girl we got a glimpse of, clear as day, in the truck that nailed and destroyed Johnny's car. And Johnny quickly <laughs> recognizes her. And basically, he's like, "You gotta be kidding me!" And he's done. Huh. He 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 leaves the store with his with his bonsai tree. Um, but he throws the bonsai tree. <laughs> Those things are expensive. <laughs> <laughs> he could he could have sold it, <laughs> but he throws it out. In, uh, on the ground. It shatters. It's broken. And um, where the audience now sees that okay, that all these characters are gonna be meeting again somehow. But they're all related. So again, you're seeing these people for a reason. Um anything else you want to say about uh, the revelation of Daniel's daughter?
1: Uh no, that's just a quick okay. again, it's just a quick introduction to a new character, but we know as a brief appearance this this is character The she was the one that was, you know, told the girl don't text and drive and yeah. We see what she's involved in, give a, a gives us a quick glimpse into her life. Right. And what she's doing right now and um you no, know, it's a quick good scene and then you know Johnny leaves and and then uh, you know drops the tree, and that's when, again, again you, they do great service to the uh, the 80s fans, the, the hardcore 80s fans, because you hear the song of uh, Eye in the Sky by, by Sirius, oh, which wait, was wait, classic wait, 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 80s song.
0: Before you get to that, because that, that's wrapping up this, this episode, so I'll let you wrap it up. Right. Um, but I had one more note that made me crack up <laughs> when I heard it, um, and it was as uh, Danny was leaving Johnny, uh, when he got interrupted with his daughter. But he's like, oh, hang on, hang on, Johnny. Hey, you know, it's great to see you. Great to see you. Um, hey, you look, you look, you look. Uh, it's great to see you, man. <laughs> because Johnny yeah. just looked, he looks terrible. He looks He looks worn, you know. But Daniel right. just being nice. He couldn't even finish it, though. He couldn't even finish no. it. It's just, hey, it's great to see you. <laughs> I love that part. That, was, that made me crack up, man. Um, that's a good part, yeah. So, okay, go ahead. So, yes, I in the Sky, um, go ahead and wrap up the show uh, with what happens because it's a major thing and a pivotal point that obviously uh, catapults us into the rest of the series.
1: All right, so um, we hear the song come on, I in the Sky, and for all you eh, sports fans out there, a lot of people knew it. Because it was an intro song for the Chicago Bulls in the nineties, the Jordan teams. And now
0: um, the starting lineup for your world champion Chicago Bulls. Oh my god, Joe! We lived through that. That was amazing. This is why I'm not a I'm a retired sports fan because yeah. I've seen I've seen the I, what I eighty four eighty five Bears win the Super Bowl. What what year was it? Eighty four. Eighty five. Eighty five, okay. I rehab I have memories of that. Um specifically one with Rodney Dangerfield doing his quick jokes, asking for uh the hotel people to say, Hey, uh send a refrigerator to my room. They send up some six foot black guy to my room, you know? <laughs> Stuff like that. I remember that clear as day. Clear as day on the on the when I was watching it. I remember uh Grandma Kathy was over watching it with us. I remember having hot ham sandwiches wrapped in tinfoil, uh mom and I going out to uh store to quick get Um, some tinfoil and ham because we ran out of it or whatever. Anyway, so I, I remember that. I saw that. Okay, awesome. And then I'm treated, if not blessed, that's right, blessed, to have seen the greatest NBA player ever play the game in Michael Jordan and win not one, two, not three consecutive championships one time, Retire because of many circumstances. One major being his dad died. Stepped away from the game because he did everything. He evolved the game. He did. No one else did. He did at that point. He comes back out of retirement, wins three more consecutive championships, has the best record in the NBA to that point, and arguably it's going to be one of those stats where this, this was a different league than what we have today. So I still think that's right. the best team ever to play the game. I was blessed to have seen all of that. <clears throat> and we even went to Grant Park. Uh, I remember Pop being reluctant to take us there because it's going to be yep. uh, <clears> thing. <throat> but he took us. He took both of us. We didn't even get to see them. We heard them, but I've never right, seen them. We, we were far back. Yeah. We were pretty far back. And I've never seen so many people in my life. Never in yeah. my life at Grant Park. Um, and, and so I remember- That was
1: after the first one. one. That was after number four, right?
0: That was the last one. That was number six. Oh, we went to the last
1: one. Yeah, oh, yeah. wow. Because we knew that I was thought we really went to. The... I think that's why we went, uh, we knew that was it. Uh, um,
0: so I okay. remember all that's, of that. Yeah, okay. And then fast forward to the other Chicago team, the Chicago Cubs, winning the World Series for the first time in 100-plus years. Is it 100 or 100-plus? 100 I don't even remember now.
1: Okay, 108, 109, something um, stupid.
0: And they won it with the best – Joe, the best – I'm telling you this like you don't know it, the best record in Major League Baseball at, at uh, during that season, the best record in MLB, and then to win the games in that fashion. And when I say that fashion, I'm telling you that each series, if not game, was, no, game. was yeah. a draw from the masses of, of people watching Major League Baseball on TV. They came to watch because they were watching something special and they were captivating and the way they wanted up until the very last game where we were all in our original house watching it as we only should as a family together. Um everyone was there. And yep. yes, you were there too. Gina's shaking her Ned, her shaking her Ned, shaking her head. No. She was there. We were all there. She gifted me a jersey that same night. Um, we watched it all together, and um, we knew it was something special. And I remember, I cried. We all did, I, I guess. And um, yeah, we oh, uh, all it, did. It's just the emotional impact that made. I'm done with sports, man. I, you can't get any better for me. So since being retired, um, so I got good God, Joe, where in the world was I going with this? <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, think was, Wait. I think it was the eye in the sky song, right?
1: Probably. <laughs> but but no yes. So take us I back didn't here. know. Just take us back. Well, no, no, no.
0: <laughs> okay, go ahead, go ahead.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna be a further I'm gonna take this even further. Okay, okay. <laughs> Get out, out of here because <laughs> I don't I, I can see how you retire from sports. Like, I I buy that. Because you saw, I I don't, I didn't know you had memories of the 85 of the Super Bowl because I don't, I don't have any uh, of (laughs) that. You you know, that was five years old. Yeah, I was five. So I, I just, I don't have any any memories of that. So maybe, maybe if the Bears do win, I would consider it. And just be a casual sports fan, not really caring, because I, again, I would have seen Gina the was, greatest G- dynasty.
0: Gino was quickly correct me. You were four years old. Because of, four because, years old. because of when the the super oh when it was on was, yeah so sure so I was even very, younger. Holy very shit. very quick to correct me by the way. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Sorry. Well,
1: that's what that's why she's there, folks. <laughs> and uh, but um, but yeah, I mean, I, obviously, I grew up as a teenager. You know, with this with this Bulls dynasty, holy yeah, cow! Oh, Talk yeah. about impact and just oh god, everything that you know. I won't I won't go into it again because it, it'll take too long. <laughs> but and then you know, watching the Cubs win the World Series as a family. I think that's what made it so special for a lot of Cubs fans is because we've always watched the Cubs and they've never done anything
0: right
1: ever ever.
0: <laughs> you
1: know, for a hundred and eight years. They didn't do stuff and um, why, you know, hearing all these other stories, you know, after the Cubs went about families uh, watching it together, like they had some sons or daughters visiting the graves of their parents and listening to the game on the radio and, you know, just because it it meant that much to the family and that's what they did together. And I thought it was, I thought it was great you know that we all watched it as a family and definitely and again it was it was very emotional talk about a roller coaster game <laughs> and uh, that's just minus the game holy cow the game is something else yeah yeah you know but uh i you know that's there's i watched i think i watched the world series like replays of that probably 3 to 4 times now really and um it's every time you know i i get i still get the same reaction and i'm like oh god cuz you remember what you were feeling oh yeah and everything like that, and ah, oh, such a great, such a great way to you know to, to be a Cubs fan and, and witness that. Um, but you know, I, I, I think if the Bears would win a Super Bowl, I could retire from sports because I'll witness. <laughs> I would do, I would consider that and just and be a casual sports fan because I just don't want to be old as <laughs> old as hell when the Bears win.
0: Yeah. Come
1: on, Bears, please. <laughs> just... Within the next five years, you know, come on, man, t- give me something while I can still enjoy it.
0: I told a couple people who actually talked to me about who actually talked to me in general, but a couple of people was like, I, I didn't even know the football started on Thursday. <laughs> That's how removed oh. I was from it. Um, and then uh, obviously the the Bears played this past Sunday and such, and uh, the Packers did too, and every, Everyone did or whatever. But I was like, yeah, I, yeah. I we were watching uh, we bear bears. A cartoon on Cartoon Network, while everything else was was, oh, was, was going on. <laughs> oh man! So anyway, that's how far removed I am from sports. But we were we were saying that um, "Eye in the Sky" was is is significant because any of the today's sports fans who don't know, I remembered what, where we got off on this tangent. Um, that's what was played <laughs> for the Bulls theme, and now that triumphant song is being played for a an older Johnny Lawrence. So, back to Cobra Kai. <laughs> back Right, to Cobra back to Kai. Cobra Kai. Um, <laughs> what happens with Johnny Lawrence uh, and Miguel, essentially, to wrap up this episode?
1: So, they show Johnny. Uh, he goes right up to Miguel. And basically, says, are you ready for your training? And he starts telling him everything um, that he's got to be ready for. And, you know, we get a, another quick little montage of, yeah. Johnny goes back, uh, tapes up the check that he tore up, <laughs> uh, opens up the dojo yep. because you know he used the money for that. In the same mini-mart that he's been at. In the same mini mart. <clears throat> and uh and, and for those that really pay attention, you do see the for sale sign the very first time when they in the mini mart. Ah, so it's okay. so clearly for sale. <laughs> but um yeah, so they you know they show them working uh putting everything bringing out his trophies it was awesome all his tro- two boxes of trophies yep and uh put in the strike first strike hard no mercy and the spray painting on the one uh, <laughs> stencil on the wall and um and the final scene they show him uh because and he, as he's telling this you know at talking to miguel he's like because you got to be ready to strike first yes. uh and as he he ties up his uh headband the classic johnny headband yep. <laughs> and uh and he you know, assumes the, the the fighting pose and yep. that's how they end and I, and I love the way they end with the cobra kai coming right at you on the screen yes. every episode
0: and i wrote it down because of the last line to close it out with lawrence like looking right at us in the camera with his headband on before they go to black and show the cobra kai logo is like you'll you'll be you, when the time's right you'll strike back yeah you know, so oh. and you can endure all the punishment right now. You, you've you've endured it, I should say. Um, bide your time, get your training in, put in the work, because when the time's right, you'll be able to strike back. So powerful word, powerful message from, um, he's, we'll find out how good of a sensei he becomes, uh, if he becomes a good one at all. Um, but a very good uh, jump start to uh, Johnny Lawrence as a sensei to Miguel. Um, and we'll see how far uh, that goes into the series if it if it even if it if it's even significant. I doubt it will play out, Joe.
1: Nah, I doubt it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, everyone, that is the first episode, <clears throat> that is the first episode of Cobra Kai season one, episode one, called Ace Degenerate. Um, parting thoughts, Joe. What 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 else do you want to say about the episode?
1: No, that's uh, clearly. That's why I put it I, I enjoy this episode so much it's clearly in my top like list of best like uh, what do you call it pilots that you know if you look for pilots, there's that many series that you can just watch and after one episode, much less the first two minutes can just hook you and you're you're gonna be that invested in this show because it's that good. You right. can tell just like that. There's no buildup. They tell you from the get go. This is one of those solos you should be watching.
0: Yeah, and again, um, to us, it's uh, we've seen it already, obviously, but um, in some ways, I am thankful that uh, Netflix picked it up because it does give um, give it give the show its chance to capture a broader audience, and of course, it will on the streaming service like Netflix. We here at the Icebox endorse Netflix. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, I mean, even I was listening to Bill Burr's podcast, and even he's a huge fan, and he said— Yeah, uh, oh,
1: I, I loved here. I loved, uh, I listened to that. Listened yeah, to
0: that. he pretty much said what we've already told you um, or discussed right. is that it was on YouTube a year's back. He never heard of it, didn't want to waste his time on a YouTube streaming service, and that's what a lot of people thought, you know? And right. this, was, this was the one show that actually did pique some kind of interest to people getting into that streaming service. Um, and
1: if you look at my billing statement, it's about <laughs> two years. I switched to YouTube TV to watch the show. That's folks. right. That's right. <laughs> I got rid of sling TV. I got rid of Ooh. basic cable. I'm like, I'm getting YouTube TV. It's basic cable. Plus I get to watch Cobra Kai.
0: <laughs> Joe Madrano streaming service. Heck, I might even watch it for free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, oh yeah so I mean, but yeah, it was cool to say because he said the same thing you know he's he's a fan of the show uh, he and his yeah. wife um, now that it's on Netflix, but uh, recognize that it's been out for a while. So everyone out there, this is your first time. Well I'm gonna help expand the audience of uh, Cobra Kai with my 20 listeners that I have. Um, we're, we're gonna get a little further right. out there for them. but definitely we highly recommend you um, to get Netflix if you don't have it. Um, find a way to get it to enjoy Cobra Kai. The cool thing is is not only does it uh, is it a great show for uh, people our age, um, but it's also to the current young people too. I have two children and they're in their teens. Um, now they are anyway. when they watched it they weren't but um, uh, and they both enjoyed it. So and it, it kept their interest. And when I say kept their interest, I'm telling you they watched the show without having their phone or headphones in stuff like that. We actually watched the show. That's, that's a true Testament of how good this show is. If you can see a young child, not go on their uh, mobile device (laughs) for 20 minutes to watch a uh, to watch the show through and through and actually enjoy it. So um, I totally enjoyed Cobra Kai. Um, We're going to talk about episode two next time. And um, joy. Look forward to discussing episode two with you.
1: Uh, Absolutely. It's uh, it's going to be a fun ride.
0: All right, man. We'll talk to you later. And uh, again, thank you very much for coming on to the show. Um, and we'll uh, see you next time.
1: All right. Sounds good. See you later, folks.
0: Well, there we have it. Uh, that was our discussion on Cobra Kai, episode one of season one. Uh, very fun talking to uh, Joe again. Um, you can tell we love this source. We can we love this source material, don't you? Um, again, this this uh, audio was back when before we had the issues. So hopefully, further episodes will have get ironed out. But you could hear us both in there. I was quiet. Joe was loud as all. He's as loud as sin and everything, just like uh, um, before. But hey, um, hopefully you were able to enjoy the episode, and uh, hopefully you're gonna go uh, and watch some Cobra Kai. Um, and keep up with us. We'll be talking about each episode going further. So, um, and there's two seasons out. Um, and we'd love to hear some feedback from you on how, how we did and what you think of the show as well. Okay. Plug time. Um, again, you can push stop if you want, but I, I implore you to not to, uh, you're going to love what you hear. I have podcasts, Icebox and Comic Complex, and they can both be heard on SoundCloud, um, which is where the premieres first on, because that's my, that's what hosts my shows. Um, Then it comes out on iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Icebox, our show is just like this, talking about whatever the heck I want to talk about because there is no one here to censor me. And what I say goes, no one's here to tell me I'm wrong. Are you? You're going to tell me I'm wrong? Get your own show. (laughs) Um, Comic Complex I had a major announcement on my last Icebox episode, but Comic Complex talks about comic books, um, and you can enjoy those shows as well. We're still trying to figure out the iron out the logistics of getting um, my two guest speakers to talk about Marvel's Empire. More to come in that uh, future, and if you, I'll tell you where to follow me to keep up with uh, that news as well. So very excited. Um, we have Paul um, and uh, Dominic coming back to talk about Marvel's Empire series on Comic Complex. Um, Can't wait to get that going. Um, Our YouTube channel, mentioned earlier on the show, uh, is Icebox Cast. Our shows are Revelations, which is me showing all of you my fun toys, Pokemon cards, anime, manga, um, Hot Wheels, Legos, all kinds of fun stuff. Anything I buy and future episodes will have me opening even more figures. So please stay tuned to that. Um fractured games is uh, one of my newer shows it's also me just playing video games for all of you as well Dodgeball is what is uh, featured on the, one of the last episodes and I advanced in the tournament uh, if you want to see how I do you got to keep watching few, uh, more episodes so please uh, tune into fractured games as well beating for all is the one r- winning the ratings war between the three shows. And again, I want to thank you. I want to thank everyone who has taken time out of their day to watch every every one of these shows. Um, but specifically, uh, beating for all—it's a good passion of mine. I hope it comes through on the show too. But you can check out that show. That is me doing perler bead art, little plastic beads that I create uh, eight eight-bit style uh, characters and figures. Ninjas, um, Slimer from the real Ghostbusters was re- featured recently. Uh, you got to check those out. And I have another line of Perler bead art that will be teased with a preview on my social media pages. You got to check that one out. You will love it. You best, the best place to follow me is on uh, Facebook uh, there you can find me as Inspired Creations H O M. There you will uh, get to see all the links to my podcasts, all the links to my shows, including live chats on my YouTube stuff. Uh, live chat with me, even if it's just to say hi, I would really much appreciate it. Um, I usually discuss the show as we are watching it live for on the premiere, and I also kind of throw in some uh, behind the scenes stuff too of how the show went or some of the comments that I make on there too. So it's kind of fun, um, but it's not fun when I'm the only one chatting. Sorry, I didn't mean to yell. I just get a little passionate about this because I'm the only one chatting. I do want to thank the few people that did actually come out and chat with me. Uh, the Queen, the Princess of the House of M, uh, Tracy, and Joe. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in and live chatting with me on the episode that you did. I appreciate it. It was fun, right? It was fun. It, had, it was. I had fun. Okay, but... Facebook is the best place to follow me. Inspire Creations at J-O-M. You'll see all the links to my podcast, the YouTube shows, uh, my cricket artwork as well is posted on there too. And what if you don't know what I mean by that? That is me doing vector artwork to be um, produced as decals or uh, clings or um, heat transfer vinyl stuff that you can put on hoodies, T-shirts, masks. All these fun things, and they all get posted there first. And then you can also follow up with me with Instagram. Instagram, there's two uh, accounts there. I have one called Icebox Cast, which features all of my toys uh, from Revelations, uh, Pokemon Go stuff I put on there all the time too. Um, the other one is called Inspired Creations H O M. There I put on put on uh, solely my Cricut artwork, um, the vector stuff, the images there, and the actual finished products of these of uh, the work that I do there too. So check those out, follow me both on there. That's about it. That's about, that's enough, right? Everyone's sick of these plugs? I'm not because uh, it's not getting out there. I need need your help. I need you to share these things when you see them, yo. I would appreciate you giving me comments. Uh, You can send email me. You can email me questions I actually read on the show uh, if people still do that. Um, But I also read comments from other social media events too. Uh, but if you want to email me, it's iceboxcast at gmail.com. Email again is iceboxcast at gmail.com. Um, but again, there I'll read all the comments and questions that you have on my Icebox podcast episode. Uh, but I thank you very much for taking time out of your busy day to listening to this. I hope you had fun. I hope you smiled. I hope you laughed a little bit. Sorry about the PG-13 rating on this, but hey, you can't continue. Just like I said, you can't censor me. You really can't contain the wild card either. Um, so, But hey, it weren't, weren't that bad language right it wasn't that bad um so hey thank you very much for uh watching or i'm I'm sorry listening and uh we'll be back next time but hey until next slime, may all your cakes be tasty